Can you not just order them all with no lettuce? Yeah, you, you can, can order some with no Definitely lettuce. Definitely can. See, I yeah. love lettuce though, so. I don't like Taco Bell lettuce. Do you have a Taco Bell app? They put way too much lettuce. Hey, oh. tell me something. Tell me. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I work there. I can tell you they do. <laughs> this is stuff we should be talking about we on the podcast. Never, we're never going to do this, are we? Let's go. Let's do let's it. Do it. Let's jump in. Welcome back to the Commerce of D&D. I'm, hey! AJ, I'm AJ Cannon. I'm Seth Templin. I'm Tara Merle. I'm Anthony Tate. And we're struggling to get started here. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. We're Life's also trying hectic. to we're trying to figure out the food situation tonight. Yeah, always we're, important in any D and D game. Yeah. Yeah, we're playing tonight. We're trying to do the pregame pod and uh, mm-hmm. who's bringing the Mountain Dew? Who's bringing the food? We're not endorsed by Mountain Dew. We should be. <laughs> <laughs> not not sponsored. Should be. Not sponsored. Should be. Okay. Um. So we could be though. Uh, Hit us up, Mountain Dew. <clears throat> Keeping it common, episode seven. This was a very fun episode. The one where we almost died. Very fun episode for me. So we're missing. We missed two people in this one. We missed Kyle, and we were missing Cameron. Yeah. And, uh, but everybody that was there that night is there to, is here today. Yeah, yeah. That's why we we saved it for this. We wanted this little reunion here. Yeah. And it started off with. Uh, AJ's Quincy selling some books. We sold some books. And what happened there, AJ? What happened? We we did well. You I mean, did we, do well. we sold a lot of books. You wrote a song. Uh, we were I wrote moving a song. product, man. We're straight moving product. Uh, Which had, for real, I want you to dress up like Quincy sometime and do a little skit. We're gonna put it on YouTube of you just singing your little song. It's like a thirty second song thing we're gonna put on youtube It'd okay be hilarious oh boy okay i love that idea anybody know how to do any costume design wouldn't be hard no, no not not really but no just hit up amazon we're also not endorsed by amazon Don't come on worry. jeff bezos <laughs> <laughs> okay um so we sold a bunch of books uh went and got some more um and when we got done selling all those we had a lot of gold in our pockets yeah. so <clears throat> Tar didn't know how much we sold them it's for. It's true. You so tried to thought, skim you know, off the top. I can skim off the top a little bit. Yeah. I deserve it. We deserve it. As a team, we deserve it. What alignment are you, is Quincy? I don't know that he has an alignment yet. I haven't really thought about that. I mean, he's that. definitely good. He's obviously not bad. This was much more chaotic than it was, I it think was you've cha- ever It was done. chaotic of Quincy, yeah. but Quincy is coming to find out that the law is not that is right. True. So that who is, is he lawful to? Yeah. There's no gods. To be lawful to. Yeah. The law is crap. Mm-hmm. All the all the men, all the leaders, all the people in power. So is, the, is that chaotic? Who's, who would he be lawful say to? You were, uh, that just goes to the, like, if you, your conscience should be your law. Like, mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, you been, yeah. if, you're, if you're moving away from societal, um, you know, constructs. Yeah. Then I mean you're more chaotic. That's I mean that's that's the whole thing behind well, it. Chaotic. Even if the even if the ruler and the the policing force, God, we are way too on point here. Oh man, for the times. But like even if they are not good, the law should still be upheld, right? Right. Well, 
Well, I don't know. even really want to talk about that. This is like, I'm just thinking, wow, as a DM, I'm so proud. You've wrote this amazing song. Y'all are rolling really high. You got the two guys that are here playing. Y'all are, y'all are working together to sell these books and y'all are just moving product. How can I reward you guys? <clears throat> so I was like, okay. I ruined it. I ruined oh, it. you ruined it, and it made me so happy. Oh. So, like, this is this guy's a wizard. Like, he 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 does wizardly things, has weird wizardly items. So I was like, they don't have a bag of holding. He's gonna give a bag of holding as a way, like, oh, just as a thank you gift man. for moving all this product because oh. he can't move these books. Shoot. My bag, yeah. And AJ comes in, decides to lie. <laughs> And then he gave, I was going to give you another chance. I was like, I don't know if I'll give him the bag of holding, but if it, like, when you went back, I was like, this could be interesting. We'll, we'll see what, ta- what happens. And you lied again. You, you gave him the money back, but you still lied about it. And he actually, he, he rolled inside on both of you. He, you weren't able to persuade him on either one of them. You rolled real low, I think. I rolled really low when I went in there the second time. I rolled a two. And so he knew you was lying both times. And he was pretty much done with you. He won't. Like he he told you you could have uh, have your buddy come back and buy more spells if he needed, but he wasn't going to let you sell any more books for him. Yeah, and you. I still out. made him three hundred. It's five hundred gold throughout the day. It's true, and he thought that he could trust you. He thought that he could build a good relationship, but then he caught you in two different lies. Oh man! And you lost guys. a, bag, look, a look, free bag of holding. It wasn't just an AJ thing. I was honestly no. trying to do. I, I understand. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. AJ does not <clears throat> steal money. Right. From, AJ's not a thief. That's not him. I love I love the dynamic between uh Buck and Quincy for that part though. Like Buck was just He was like, going just, on. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> but that was I told you like right after the thing, I was like, You missed out on something and yeah. I've been yeah. keeping it quiet I had no for idea. Like he didn't. three weeks. Yeah, I guess I didn't give him a chance to give me anything extra because I immediately stole. Yep. But that was fun. I enjoyed that whole thing. After that, you all went up to a notice board, and I actually could have ran with any of these things. Like, I gave you, like, five or six that I rolled on a table that I found online, and I they were fun there were there were some fun ones like yeah. there was one that was like demolition or something like yes. just y'all gonna go wreck a house or something that was that quincy's was thing yeah too. quincy wanted to go move furniture hmm. that was one of the things it was yeah, an old that lady was just wanted a super easy move. one right yeah uh but then i kind of figured like yeah y'all are good players y'all y'all go for the carrot when i do right and it out there buck, buck's gotta go be the hero that he doesn't want to be well <laughs> yeah oh a I damsel mean, in distress a married damsel in distress of that. Yeah, <laughs> he's oh, just man. a nice guy. You know, he's a nice guy. That's he's not trying to be the hero. He's just trying to be a good guy. Yeah, that's I the mean, best thing. I think from from Buck's perspective, it's you know if we if we can all like help each other out, we we don't need heroes, right? You know, uh, yeah, that is exactly how I see Buck. And yeah, it's like okay, well, hey, um, doing the right thing does not make you a hero. It just makes you right. It, yeah, right. doing the right thing makes you a person. Yeah. You're supposed to do the right thing. Yeah, you know yeah. if you if you if you venture out from that, if you don't if you don't do the right thing, then you know what are you good for? You know. Yep, it's true. So y'all just jump on that and run pell mell into the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go all night. Yeah, get a point of exhaustion. Didn't expect that. 
And then Devlin didn't expect you to. Okay, now we'll rest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we we're just at want, the town. If we had gotten there and there had been nothing to, like, everything looked hunky-dory. That's true. It would have been fine. Take right. It, rest, it. leave. You know? Yeah. It was just we wanted to get there and see. Yeah. yeah. See first. And plus, I didn't want to, like, you know, stop halfway through and be like, okay, well, you know, let's let's chance an encounter in the middle of the woods and go through resources. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we didn't want to stop in the night, mm-hmm. but if if we didn't leave right then, we would have been wasting mm-hmm. daylight. So yeah. Anyway, that was that was what we had come up with. But yeah, point of exhaustion did not help. Mm-hmm. No. That that is crucial. Ended up rusting as soon as we got there. Yeah, the first one, the first ex- exhaustion point is bad. Like it, what the next one's after the first one. They, there's a whole list of them. It, Anthony, if you want to pull off my DM screen, I think they're still in there. But. Uh, Make you work for it. After five, I think you just die. Five exhaustion points, you die. You just die. Well, let's just see here what it says. But the the Wendigos, or Wendigos, however you want to pronounce it, that I pulled out. This is just my never ceasing to try to find monsters that Tyrell does not know the stat box for. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it's come to. That's, Tyrell has just memorized every stat block of every creature. Here we go. Here you gotta we go. go into the like the homebrew archives. Yeah, it's, it's not necessarily the stat blocks that I memorize. It's more like their like ecology and like how they function within the game. Yeah. I don't know how dude. you remember that, crap, including bro. every AC, every hit point that they're supposed man. to have. Oh man, dude, doesn't he? Doesn't oh, no. he? That would be a lot. <laughs> so, okay, here's the levels of exhaustion. Level one, disadvantage on ability checks. Number level two. Speed halved. Is that so in addition that to the? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Level three disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Oof. That one's really bad. See, two's no. not that bad. Half oh, speed. the first level is just ability checks. Yeah. It's not that's your, that's your uh, initiative. That's right. mm-hmm. that's like acrobatics. Like and every and yeah, 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 I'm just saying like attack rolls. Combat wise, you're gonna be okay. Yeah, combat wise, you're okay. Speed Number half. four, hit point maximum halved. Yeah. That's a big. That's one. a big one. Number five, speed reduced to zero, so you just you can't move. You're just passed out. Pretty. The much. only thing you can do is just sleep in the yeah. spot that yeah. you're in. <laughs> Fall asleep standing up. <laughs> and uh, number six, six is death. death. Okay. Wow. But yeah, that first one. I mean, we're we're getting there. All we're trying to do is look around, and we can't because we have to roll everything yeah. in disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to climb a tree and look around. Can't, can't do, even it. do that. Can't yeah. do it. Oh. No, and what Tyrell runs off by himself. That I was so all scared. All the time. He always makes wizards and they all run off by himself. I knew he would be all right. <laughs> but after it went oh, it was creepy, dude. When that, when you sent your Phoenix in there and Seth said that you heard footsteps for a second and then just nothing. I was like, Oh my gosh, they're gonna be right behind me. Like, these are these are little tiny what are those things off of Diablo two that it just reminded me like of? Imps? Fetishes. Imps. They're called the fetishes. They're called fetishes. They're imps, basically, but yeah. they they wear little masks, little tribal masks, and they just come out of nowhere. All you hear is Nyew! It's like those things on Skyrim that those little those little dudes in the creepy masks that are in that one random spot. Have y'all never fought those? I don't guess so. I was just roaming, traveling somewhere. There was I think it was somewhere there was snow on the ground. All of a sudden, perplexed. this little tiki looking dude comes running up. Blue. Possibly have little feathers and stuff hanging off their head. Yeah, those are uh, here we go. There's wrinklings. Like, 
Weakling, yeah. Weaklings. Is that yeah. the only place that they are? Is that they're, one? They're spot? in Solstheim. They're on that island. It's a DLC. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's why I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, it wasn't basically. This is the genius of Tyrell. He can yeah. recall. Any, I, I remember texting y'all when that yeah. happened because they wanted me to go on a quest and I couldn't get away from it, so I just killed them all. <laughs> I just like flames just everywhere. Anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah. When the Phoenix, the Phoenix uh, goes down. What's yeah. going through your mind, Tyrell? Well, I was like, oh crap! I just lost my Phoenix because I. Just, like just literally got it, yeah, just yeah. got it, yeah, and yeah. then that was the first time I've used it. it. <laughs> Sent it straight to egg form. Yep. yep. I was, and and this may be, you know, ridiculous for me to think this, but I was like, dude, it just dropped out of the sky. The egg's gonna break as soon as it hits the ground. I think it actually says like it floats softly to the ground if it dies. Okay. Yeah, it, it doesn't just shatter. It doesn't shatter. It, it, like, it would have to, somebody had to make a conscious right. effort to try to break it. Right. But they made a conscious effort to try to kill it. That's the thing. No, that that was that was creepy. So now not only do we have have this town to investigate, we've got Tyrell's Phoenix in it that we have to retrieve. And it was sounding like a child, and that was one of their abilities. They can mimic oh, any sound. Dude, so yeah. it, it they had actually heard y'all talking, and that's why. I figured. That's why uh, I think you two, Quincy and Thren, heard. Yeah, I heard Buck it first. from further down the. Lane, even though y'all knew he just oh, oh, that, yeah, yeah, so, yeah they're trying they to separate that. y'all up, yeah, okay, so they can, they're like a mockingbird, they can repeat any sound they've yeah. heard, oh, okay, that's why, yeah, the mimicry trade, yeah, that just reminds me of that Wendigo story from some scary storybook, I can't remember. I think See, I'd never heard of Wendigo as a oh, Native man. American, yeah, it's I think it was Alan lore. Schwartz who he wrote the, the books, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Those are creepy, and there was a story, I love those as a kid, there was a story, Darren likes about, it, he knows. <laughs> he knows. There was a story about the Wendigo, and this guy, um, he was going up to try to find the Wendigo or, or something like that, but nobody in this town would talk to him, and um, except for one, um. I guess he was Inuit, you know, uh, he was, he was a Native American or Native person, and his name was DeFago. And they get out into the woods. I remember They're this. sitting out this. in their in their tent, and they just kept hearing the wind. And in the wind, you just heard, DeFago. Yep. And then DeFago goes out there, and all this dude hears, the guy who DeFago took out, is he just hears him saying, oh, my burning feet. My feet of fire. Yep. And the myth is that the Wendigo's, well, first off, he heard the wind. He looked out. He didn't see any wind. There was no wind blowing. Um, so the myth is that these are, you know, creatures that fly. And what they do is they pick you up and they just, they fly so fast and they drag you on the ground to where your feet just burn off. Mm. So. Oh, I'd never heard that before. Yeah, dude. Crazy. Yeah, I remember reading that. I was I forgot yeah. about that. That was the first place I heard about them, though. But yeah. then I've seen them on yeah. other stuff. I read those that. books. I might not have read that one. Already. Sorry, I mean, that, was, I, that was a long time ago. I keep going off on tangents, though. How do you remember DeFago? Like that's insane. Did you just read this book? I no, I didn't just read it. <laughs> but I just remember trying to say that out loud. Whenever I first read it, I was like, I wonder how you say that. And then De, uh, later in DeFago. <laughs> Braxton, you're fine. Yeah, I was, I was just like... <laughs> you had to sound it, it out. Def- I was like in third or fourth <laughs> Let me grade, tell you, those books like are way too creepy for a third grader. Yeah, dude. I'm wondering where like the design for like the Wendigo came from. Like, like you see... Like the, the version... See, mine were not... Yeah. The, one, the picture that I had was not of what the classic 
ones are with like the the werewolf kind of look with it's, antlers. It's yeah. got a deer skull for the head. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah what you had not, me print was like a deer head. Yeah, that's I, that's what I got on, on Thingiverse. So that's what I saw on Thingiverse. But <laughs> that uh, was super creepy. I wanted that to be what they. Well, looked I like. thought that the one I the picture I had was even creepier in my opinion. Yeah, like, I mean, but when its head opened up and it made that noise or whatever, yeah. that's that kind of stuff creeps me it out. Was, well, that was. And AJ knows because he prints off my 3D miniatures. Yeah. I had him print off three, and it was yeah. very apparent, very fast that you three were not going to be able to handle three. Which there were supposed to be two more people, and I think it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Y'all were freaked out, and I guess I did knock a few of you out a couple times. Y'all thought y'all were gonna die, dude. I, I like I was never in fear of y'all dying. You were never in fear of us dying. I never, one hit point. You set. took Tyrell to one hit point well, in one shot. Yeah. See, okay, I don't know your hit hits. points. I don't know yeah. your hit points, so okay, like I didn't know that you were at one hit point for that yeah. long. That well, I mean, yeah, there were so, there I'm were two hits. Even that's true. Hit and then <laughs> hit in the but you've yeah. got shield for days. Yeah. I mean, I do have that. Oh gosh! And when yeah, I didn't know he was see, at one hit point I think until it was over. I but, panicked when um, when Buck I think decided not to attack the one <sighs> that was really hurt. Yeah. and tried to pick you up. Yeah, but then he did attack it. And then he still missed. And but still I was missed. just like, oh, it's got two hit points. If it eats again, then it's going to get bad. Like, yeah. If it oh heals gosh, itself, dude. it's going to get bad. That's the thing. Like, I shouldn't have said that as a DM. I should not have led you on like that. I should have let you do what you wanted. But like I, that that was the, the barest moment that I was scared. Oh my let me gosh. tell you something. Well, it changes the game you roll on our, se- our death saves for us. I like that a it lot. It makes it so intense because you, you could have rolled a natural one. We don't know. Yeah, and that's two, and we yeah. got one more chance at it. I think if I rolled a natural one, I would have said something that kind of gave you a like. It looks an bad. Indication. An indication but that it looks like really bad. Yeah, like like yeah. if so, I mean, just think about it in real world in real world terms. If somebody you know is fighting for their life and they're on the ground, if it doesn't look like it's going well, I mean, coughing up blood or. You know, flatlining even. You know, something of that sort. But are you really going to disengage from what you're attacking? Like, if something's attacking me, I'm not going to just stop hitting it so I can help my buddy on the ground. Like, you've got to take care of the problem. I mean, the thing is, if, if, like, I mean, I would take care of the problem, sure, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, In that situation with Buck, is he going to risk it? Is he going to risk... Okay, I might hit this guy, but is this guy gonna kill my friend before I get to it? You know, that's why it's so hard. Yeah, I like it a lot. For the record, don't like, don't get do not get me up. It's like take cover or shoot. Which one do I need to do? Yeah. Or, or am I pulling my buddy under cover or am I shooting? True. We need to start a death pool. Who which character is gonna die first? Oh boy, I know who my money's on. <laughs> Tyrell. Tyrell. Every time. None of us Dude. are going to die. We're going to level 20 and we level ain't dying. 20. Yeah. I figured no that I'd be the one you'd choose. But still no healer. I mean, it is... <laughs> you You have a scary class anyway. Like a wizard that is trying to be in the front lines. I mean, that's scary. Yeah. yeah. That's tough. I mean... Yeah. His AC, though, goes so high. That's true. It would be amazing if you had, like, a a wand. Instead of a glass cannon, he's a glass dagger because he's being used up close, but he can still shatter. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it is, like, it would be super cool if if there was some sort of a blending of that melee spellcasting, 
you know, like your wand is a is a mace or something, you know? <laughs> uh, isn't there a feat, was it Warcaster, where you can cast through your sword, I think? Warcaster, I think, allows you to use, like if someone leaves I think your you attack can, space, you can use a spell instead of attacking. I, that was like, I think, I think, well, it's a feature, so there's got to be several things to it. Right. So I think it's, there's no... Maybe you can cast while you have weapons in your hand. Yeah, that's what it is. Maybe uh, no disadvantage. Yeah. Maybe no disadvantage, yeah. close, you know, at close range. Yeah, because you can have sword and shield or whatever, yeah. you know, or be dual wielding or whatever, right. still cast. Yeah, I tell you what. One of the one character. This is still off topic. We're really bad about this today. But one character I've always wanted to make is a like necromancer wizard that uses a sword and like ice magic and so a lich. Well, like not, from World of Warcraft, lich. Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess so. But it would be really hard to make it without going. Uh, yeah. With your exact build. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so how how low did you get on health? I can't you were remember. you said double digits, didn't you? Yeah, I think I don't. Me double digits? No, you I like got se- down. You second winded on your first turn. Yeah, because dude Cause knocked they me the crap out of you. Less than half. I'm like I'm. I have less than forty hit points. I think right now, he knocked me down to like eleven in that first. They were hit. so. And when that much. happened, when that happened, I was like, they were CR threes. What level y'all three? We're level three. Yeah, but so maybe two CR threes no, against no, four. Wait, did we, when did we? Where were we? Yeah, no, we leveled afterwards. up after that. Yeah. yeah. So it. Well, the thing was, they could do two attacks, and none of us could do two attacks. Yeah. That was the only Except, thing. Yeah. And then they regain hit points. Yeah. yeah. The regaining hit points. That was nasty. It went on so long, yeah. and we. I guess we should have ganged up on the same one. Yeah. It's but exactly I right. was thinking, if Theran could keep the one occupied outside the door, then me and Buck yeah. had the one. As, like I definitely play my creatures to be intelligent. If it can't reach, then it's going to go for right. The things yeah. right. Can. Yeah. But I was glad he was out of reach. But yeah. once it, uh, you know, I still thought. With him hitting one and us hitting the other one, surely. But we were rolling so bad. Oh, oh my god! Uh, it was probably six I turns so Anthony, of Anthony's mad. turns never hit. And then you were giving me advantage. Like, I was recklessly attacking so everything. So I was getting advantage. I was on my trying. I was trying attacks. to make sure I got attacked because I thought Buck was still low on hit points. Turned out yeah. I was lower than he was. Yeah. Well, if I can get to sixth level, I'll actually get extra attack with this class. Yeah. Well, I mean, nice. whenever I get to fifth level, I'll get that extra attack. Big me thing too. is like that also goes into the whole role playing aspect of it. Yeah. You know, like we're not we're not professionally trained fighters. You know, we got these two crazy creatures that have basically cleared out this town of bodies, you know? And they're also like pulling people from the roadside. You know, if anybody stops by, they're they're fooling them, you know. So this town, though, like y'all y'all've heard a few different things about this town now at this point. Uh um Delilah claimed to have been from this town and that a demon had attacked it. You've heard that uh, Duke Hornbeam sent his giants to come and destroy it. Yep. And then you get here and there's these two creatures. What what y'all's theories on the glistening thicket? Tyrell. Mm. I was curious when we were going through there of how, why they were there in particular, like the, the Wendigos, I mean... Mm-hmm. Is it because like they moved in after the giants had hit the town? That that my my theory was that they're they're opportunistic. So something came through and probably killed a lot of people, and then they you know came in after it was all abandoned. And there was there was yeah, there's dead bodies everywhere. Buzzards. 
And so, now they're just, they've made it their home, so they're luring people in. The way I see it as the DM, not enough time has really passed for my idea to have happened. Because I feel like Wendigos come from people who partake in cannibalism. Yeah, you know? yeah. But my my thought on it was how it was that this was two members of the society of this little town that were already partaking in cannibalism before some things hit the fan. Y'all don't know what's happened precisely. And that they kind of have morphed since then into this ghoul of sorts. Mm. Not very much time has passed. I think like like two weeks maybe, right? Yeah, I think so. That. It doesn't really make much sense, but that's kind of well, how I mean, I've it seen absolutely it. could though. Yeah, if the Johns you don't know how. In, yeah, Johns come in if that is the case, and they come in, they destroy, they destroy crops, everything. they destroy shops, everything. You know, their means of uh, their means of producing food, their means of storing food, all of that. I mean, and you got a bunch of dead bodies laying around, like you know, There's food. what are you going to do for two weeks? Right. You can't. I mean, it's either. That or go out in the wilderness, and if it's say it's two kids, yeah. And see, my thought was uh, that they were already doing it. They were yeah. already like kind of like uh, the cannibal guild <laughs> in oh, Skyrim, yeah. you know. But you know, we were living their life. They're not. Yeah. It's not like they're that far away from society. Like it's they could walk for a day or two and be in dairy. That's true. So, but another thing about that is like if they went to dairy and they said they were from the glistening thicket, would they? Would they? That's also true. Would they? Because they were excommunicated. Uh, yeah, they, they probably. Were, the, they're the, like Uris. They don't want to go to Derry because that's yeah. where they're wanted. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. But that was fun. I enjoyed. I, I think I just created the nest on the spot. I was like, they they need it. They, y'all almost you had a rough time. Y'all need some rewards. Yeah, that was awesome too. Yeah. Oh, I gosh. was like, okay, this paid off. This was worth it. I'm telling you, when I went back and was mixing that podcast. My heart was pounding so fast. I was just remembering the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was it. I thought it was over. We couldn't mm-hmm. hit anything. Thought it was it. Like I said, I was never in fear for you guys. I don't know. Usually I know when a TPK is coming, and I, I, I just didn't. It never hit my radar. And I was right. So, I yeah. Good well, intuition. Ju- just things. know. Thren. Well, Thren did go down. See, I don't know. Like, after I got back up, I don't know if I would have killed y'all. They might would have brought y'all back to the nest and prepared y'all, like just tied you up to mm-hmm. eat you later, like and not actually be dead. Right. Yeah. So you had a backup plan. I thought about that later after the fact. So no. I mean, because I mean, because uh, it seemed like once they got a hold of somebody who was knocked out, it was a one track mind. Like get them to the nest. Yeah. Don't worry about the fight. Yeah, because they tried yeah. that. They tried that. They. Uh, I think they got. Quincy down and they started dragging him off. Yeah, yeah he started right. dragging, and then started dragging Thren off. And that's yeah. actually that was in their description on Pinterest that I found as well. When they take somebody down, they do try to get away with it. So that wasn't just a no. That have was an not me helping y'all. No, that was okay. not me helping y'all. Mm-hmm. That was actually within their characteristics. Okay, I like that. Then I, yeah. I thought you were just like, okay, no. how can I give him an opportunity to attack? No, yeah, because no. I mean, in all honesty, if it wasn't for that aspect, the the Wendigo would be a perfect killing machine. It's kind of true, yeah. You know, it's not got that many hit points. I think it had fifty six hit points. Well, yeah, but and then it's rehealing itself. Exactly. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that that's two attacks and, and healing. That's tough. What's the what's the healing rate? Like every time it does, it's a just body. the damage. What they oh, take from so you, whatever yeah. they do damage wise is how much health they get back. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Straight, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. 
and that's about all that happened on the podcast. That, or yeah, the, or we, the when we were getting ready to leave, that was I mean, when we yeah, stopped, we packed so. up the town basically, yeah. which got a few things. I mean, in that moment, I don't know about y'all, but like I was, I was really feeling it. Like I was going with the story, so like I was seeing it through Buck's eyes. Like this place was devastated, and this is the only thing that this this girl has left of her family. Is like yeah. this this bow on this plaque. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's like okay, well. Here's some inventory, but you that's weren't not here that. for the next week because you were working at your grandma's. Oh my but gosh! Yeah, the quiver that y'all found in the nest was actually more important to her than the bow on the plaque was. Uh, of the fine arrows. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was actually the quiver like recreated any arrow that you put in there, so you could put in one perfect arrow. And I don't think I explained this to y'all. I don't think you did. Game, but like it just rec- it was a a replenishing quiver. Oh man! But none of y'all shoot bows anyway, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, just bought one. Yeah, I do have one. Yeah, that's in, true. In episode yeah. eight. Yeah, but but I mean, not, we're we can talk about yet. that some other. We're not there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. that was. It was uh, the 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 quiver was actually the better part. That was just kind of a sentimental thing. Yeah. Because I could go fighter and get arcane archer. I want you to go rogue so bad. I want you to take two or three levels of rogue. Well, that's the thing. Is like well, he's already inclined. Well he's already inclined to be a rogue. Right. You know, Tyrell. He's assassinating. Tyrell's people. a rogue in everything he plays. Yeah. <laughs> but, Whether you, it's a roguish wizard. It, what do you get at first level on with a rogue? Sneak attack. You get, I thought you got sneak attack at two. And maybe extra two. I think two. it was two. No, it's one. Is it one? Yeah. You get one D6. So. You get sneak attack at one? Mm-hmm. That would yeah. be huge. What do you get at two? Not to mention that's a D8 two? for hit points. Two. Kind of, toss me my book. You, I mean, you might could, could buff hit points for a... For a couple levels, you know, because you get a D eight instead of a D six. Uh, what are you looking up no, when you get you sneak get attack? Road. You get one D six sneak attack at level one. You get expertise and thieves camp at level one. At level one, level two you get cunning action, which cunning action is so good too. Is that the dodge disengage? Mm-hmm. Man, you, t- about, about two levels yeah. of that. Two two levels, and you would be, ooh, that'd be nasty. Sneak attack is so good because then when we're in but melee with something, much? you can come zooming in there and smack something, and not you're not going to draw any attention, you know. Especially if you're using a bow. The thing just is, just think of how much he ha- he would have to keep straight in his head because being a wizard, you already have so much content that you have to keep in mind. And then uh, you know you're going to do second. Do you, you get sneak stuff. attack on a ranged spell attack? If 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 I stay with wizard, <laughs> I don't know. Though, I have to look that up. If I stay with wizard. At the end, if I survive that long, the stuff you get yeah, just funny. just for being a wizard, yeah, yeah. is amazing. Mm. If you can stick with one class, it does benefit you pretty good. Oh, so yeah. if you took a couple levels. rogue, then that would forfeit yeah, what you get yeah. at level twenty. Hey, you, you definitely need to take cleric though. <laughs> oh yeah, we need it. <laughs> Y'all need a cleric. We need a cleric. <laughs> and I'm I'm excited to get into that part of the storytelling oh, too. Oh man, like, yeah. Um, I'm really excited for I you. I mean, this whole thing is kind of I'm gonna have to start. I'm going to have to start pushing yeah. that, that narrative even. I'm start yeah. pushing backstory a little bit. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're doing we're doing Urist right now, you know. That's why we're Not there. really, not yet. But we haven't really got too I much into I don't think y'all it. are doing Urist. And with Cameron not being able to come because of yeah. the COVID and then sicknesses, I mean, it's going to... But this was never supposed to be. Like, if he wanted to, I was going to give him that opportunity. When he decided to take that mask of many faces... Okay, we're this is just dairy. It's not going to be yeah. dragging him into it, which I was planning on. Mm-hmm. But now, which, it's, and you've still been trying to get us to level five, right? Anyway, so yeah, been trying to get you to level five. 
But I don't have to get you on level five now. I've kind of tweaked a few things. Things are about to pick up. I'm excited. It's going to be fun tonight. It, tonight's yeah. be tonight's fun, game, so. yeah. Cool. Which that's two episodes ahead of what we're talking about yeah. right now. Okay. Well, are we ready to move on? Yeah, move okay, on. Okay, I want to do Common Life because it's just going to be quick. I want I want it to be quick. We're going to talk about this for a long time. But okay. I thought it was funny. So I was thinking about this today. First of all, I was outraged. I'm in harps delivering bread. <laughs> Here we go. I, I was going to get something to drink when I left. So I, I put out bread. All we do on Saturday is we go two stores that we have back so I can put it out. We don't have any orders on Saturday. So I just drove to Heber, put out bread. I'm leaving Harps, looking for a bottle of water. In the back of the store in the refrigerated section, they didn't have anything that I wanted. Like, they had some flavored water, and it, was not, it wasn't cold. It's like, yeah. well, I'll go up front, sure they got a drink machine up there. Go up there, found some Aquafina. Like, okay, get that. Go to the register. Not sponsored by Aquafina. <laughs> I had, I had two, $2 in my wallet cash. I was like, that'll get a bottle of water. $2.04 for a bottle of Aquafina at Harps. That's more than convenience store prices. Yeah. Like, a convenience store is high, and it's like $1.69, $1.79. So I don't know, it must have been $1.99, I guess, or somewhere in there. $1.89. Yeah. Where did you say a, this was again? Harps in Heber Springs. Like, at Harps. Go through a drive through and ask for water. It's like I, 20 I cents. I should have, yeah. That's what I should have done. It's just convenience, you know? Was it in, in a machine, or was it like... It was like in a drink cooler. No, drink cooler. Oh, oh okay. Paying, uh, I, I get mad paying a dollar for water. Like, you can go to a convenience store and get like a bottle of Ozarka or something like if that. It's for raining, like you can step outside cents. and open your mouth. Yeah. I but, mean, anyway, so I was, dude, I was. When I get really thirsty, I'll just pop the cap on my, on, on my, under the hood of my truck, you know, and just drink that water. <laughs> yeah. Stick a straw in it. I mean, that's the thing is you can just, they have this little metal lid that you can, if your truck has been running for a while, you can. Twist that lid and the water just shoots up right in your face. It's convenient. <laughs> a little yeah, warm. It's, it's just a little warm. It's no yeah. big deal. I mean, sometimes it's, it's got a green color. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> tastes real weird. Sweet. This is not the not. This is not the Mountain Dew I thought it was. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so that just got me thinking. I want everybody to name their favorite and least favorite brand of water. All water's different. Okay. Yeah, you can, okay. you can say that it's not or you can't. Okay. Let's start with least. Well, I, also, I want to do like, okay, I want you to say like your favorite like cheap water, like Ozarka, Nestle, then mid water like Dasani, Aquafina, yeah. and then like luxury water like Voss, Life Water, Fiji, okay. any of those. Okay, okay so I, I'll go first. All right. Okay, so I would say. Rating water. I, I really Compelling like content. <laughs> Ozarka is probably my favorite cheap one. I like a little Ozarka. Okay. Then probably I think Dasani is my favorite mid. And then high price range, I love Voss water. Have you ever had a Voss water? I, no. You're gonna have to skip me on the no, high just, range water because I ain't paying high it range feels price just like for water. Thin in your mouth. I don't know. It feels no. different. Thin really water. I don't. Like I think I've had life water. Are you calling that high? Yeah, that would be cost? high end. That's the only high end water. I'll call I've never tried end. Fiji. I've never tried Voss. I tried Fiji because it's in a square bottle and that's compelling. The life water is the one that came out with the weird designs on it, right? Yeah. The taller, skinny bottle. Yeah. Right. I really yeah, like, like that water. Words on it, so when you drink, you can see a word. It's like, uh, well, I didn't it's, know it's alkaline. Is what what's great about it, which well, that's what we have at the house. We have got a filter that swaps it to alkaline. Mm-hmm. Alkaline water is really good for you. I agree with you on Ozarka. Uh, I like Ozarka. And then my, I hate Dasani. I cannot stand you don't like Dasani. Dasani. No. But Kroger, and this might even be a cheap one. I don't know. I don't know the price of it. My mom's always been the one who buys it. But it's called a uh, Smart Water. And it yep. has, I love Smart it's Water. Blue. Kroger. It's blue on the side. Yep. Mm. And it's got, um, so that's mid range. 
I think it's mid range. Yeah, because it has uh, it has electrolytes added to the water. Yeah, oh, and it, okay. it tastes good, and yeah. it's it's just really good water. Oh, li- my least favorite. I didn't say my least favorite. Least favorite. I you know how like depending on where you go in in America, like they'll have their local brand or whatever. Like we have Ozarka here. That's made in Texas. Right. Yeah, mate. Like you can't get Ozarka everywhere. Texas, yeah. yeah. Well, I was in New York and Deer Mountain is really big up there. Deer yeah. Mountain. Yeah, I've heard. Terrible. <laughs> It tastes like nasty tap water. Was there like minerals and stuff in it? I don't know what was in it. It's hard water. Yeah, it t- I mean, it tasted like there was something wrong with it. So that that's the worst bottle of water I've ever had. What about you, Seth? What do you? I hate Dasani. Dasani is your least favorite water. I can't I can't stand this. Man, it just seems pure to it me. It tastes like just salt a- almost to me. Yeah, like it's good. Huh. Tyrell, I don't know really. Low ranking water. I guess my favorite. I guess. What is it like, Clover Valley that Delaware General sells? Yeah, yeah. it's all right. It's okay. Yeah. Clover it Valley and Great Valley, you both have some yeah. decent yeah. right. bottle of water. Uh, Dasani's probably my favorite mid level, yeah. and I've yeah. never really drank any like expensive water. Mm-hmm. I never went through the trouble of buying any. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Anthony, okay, so fast fire for, round. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a quick fire here. Uh, on the low end of the budget, my favorite water, straight up tap water. Don't care. Okay. Uh, no one even talked about tap water. And since we're putting ice in the cup, are you just going little ice in there? Little ice. But that in was there. just tap water. Yeah, just tap. Just straight water. out the tap. Straight out the tap. What about hose water. Oh man, I hose like hose best. water. I, well, I don't why. You got to. I mean, it's it's I, not warm. Hose it's water. probably not great. Ice cold. Let it go. For it's a probably second. not great because it's just like you know. Yeah, it's you don't same. know what's on the inside of that hose. Yeah. But dadgummit. It, Inside if, of that hose tastes good. If it is, if it's a hot day, you get some hose water. Dad, mm. gum drink for hours. You ever, uh, you, you ever suck at the end of a hose and some ants fill up your mouth? Because <laughs> I've no. done that one. I know. I've never, never that I never put the end of the hose in my mouth. <laughs> well, I didn't put it in my mouth, but like I drank out of a spigot or a hose one time, and yeah, ants. I was like, what is that in my mouth? And I started spitting ants. Wow, ever had that experience? Crazy. You want to, you want to make sure you run that water a little bit. Further. I don't yeah, hate definitely. tap water. Definitely. There's some people who won't drink any tap water. I, I can drink tap water. I love... It's got I'm chlorine okay in it, bro. Yeah, and sometimes... And sometimes I feel so. like I can taste taste a... I wouldn't say chlorine, but it's it's just... There's a, a funk to it, you know? A little sulfur? No, not sulfur. Not sulfur. It's just almost... It's reminiscent of chlorine. And tap water is different everywhere you go. Everybody's yeah. house tastes a little different. Yeah. Um, anyway, but, okay, the further down level. the pipeline you go. Yeah. So since my bottom level favorite, like bottom tier is tap water, mid-level is going to be great value Walmart. I'm going to call that mid-level because, I mean, it, That's tap as water, high as you're going. basically, <laughs> tap water, it's not free, but it's, you know, you access it in your home right. anytime. So, I mean, if I'm going to spend money on water. It's great value. Great value. That's, oh, it's great not bad. Makes a good bottle of water. Not, they do. They they do. And I mean, honestly, I was getting Ozarka and Great Value yeah. mixed up. They're about the same to me. I don't. I can't tell the difference. Well, you <sighs> like that's name, bro. Like Ozark, uh, Ozarka and Nestle. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and I mean, their bottles are almost the same. So I almost feel yeah. like it's the same production the company. Thinner, thinner plastic. Yeah. Crunchy plastic. Right. Uh, top level, the upper echelon of water. I mean. I've tried Smart Water. I've tried Fiji. I've tried uh, so, something about a cloud a water. Cloud? Know. Something, yeah. It's like this This water is bottled by 
condensing clouds into a small bottle, and it's been purified in the atmosphere, and and this is the most luxurious. You sound like a Fiji commercial. I mean, uh, basically, me it might be Fiji that untouched was by about. humans. Perrier, how did you? <laughs> how did you get it if it was untouched by humans? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. You know I mean, what? Well, At some well, point, I mean, it was somebody's pee or poop. Let's just get to the bottom of it. <laughs> Wait, straight it's up. All straight up. We should be this, using tap tell water. Me this. If you touch water, I mean, if, if somebody touched water, would it go into the bottle? That's the thing. Like, it's not like you can squeeze a handful of water and it just stays, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let me just grab this water, you know. I mean, it might just go down the drain, which... In the end, you know, it's all go down the drain. Yeah. What goes around comes around with yeah. water. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows how? I might have been, I, I'm sure I've tried Voss water before coming through the taps, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> Recycling. Yeah, basically. <laughs> hey, I'll, br- I'll bring some Voss. We just need to buy all the water here. bottles and just go through and see what difference yeah. they are. Yeah. <laughs> but straight up top level, I guess Fiji, Compelling just because the score bottles. <laughs> By the it way, it's a unique bottle. Best bottle we are not sponsored by any of these brands. <laughs> we don't have to say that. You can talk about whatever you want on the it's podcast. It's funny. It's our thing. <laughs> not Let me do this. Let me have this, okay? Hey, Voss Water. Come on. Come on, Voss Water. <laughs> I'll drink all the Voss Water you want to send. What about Blackwater? Y'all seen this stuff? Not the... Oh, Blackwater. Not the... Rolling, not the mercenaries. You keep on shining. Not the security firm based out of That's North Carolina. That's not allowed. You can't... Or South now we're going to get copies. Strike no, we're not. Anyways, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the security firm out on the East Coast. Black water, actually water that is black. Yeah, I've not seen this. It is supposed to be really good for you, and it's not supposed to taste. It's supposed to taste like water, but it's black completely. Can't you know? Can't see through it. That's nasty. Never heard of it. It's. I wouldn't. Why is it nasty? That's the thing. That reminds me of when uh, you're just racist. (laughs) Well, no, that's. that's better. There's no colorings in it, you know? Well, I mean, black black water, maybe the colorings. That, that sounds to me like... something good Like when the they when they had those Halloween black buns at Burger King. <gasps> oh, oh. They had those in... I, I remember those being like a thing in, in Japan, I think, as well. No, they had them here. I know or that. Or maybe that was... Uh, was it? Yep. And they also come in red. He agrees. Hop on the pod, Darren. Let's go. Yeah, why are you not <laughs> Hop talking? Hop on the pod. <laughs> toot toot, you know? Okay. But anyways, um, oh, uh, least favorite water. Uh, yeah, give us a least. Pond water? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know, man. We talked way too long about this. Water's water. Nah, uh, and for me, waters. I can't. I, lake water. I can't stand. Lake oh, water. that's got E. coli. Yeah. And gasoline. I get sick every time I go to the, swim at the lake because just all the gasoline. Just all shit. in the water. You can see it. You can smell it. You can taste it. Ugh. I hope you don't taste that water. Well, I mean, swimming, you kind of get a little bit on it. Yeah. Yeah, you do. There's a lot of... Enough about water. A lot of, <laughs> of bodily fluids in that water. Making me have to use Tyrell watched a movie. Take it away. <sighs> Tyrell's movie minute. <laughs> One second. So One second. Before you say anything. Movie minute? Yeah. So I watched Extraction <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> who's, uh, who's the uh, lead actor in that? Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth okay, that is Extraction this this summer. Danny Extraction. <laughs> I've heard about this movie. I'm told I need to watch it. I just haven't been able to. It is really, really good. Is it? Yes. I'll, I thought the, the story of it was 
amazing. I thought the acting in it was was pretty good. And the, action. The fact that streaming services are starting to get like good production movies is pretty incredible. Like, is that wait? Is that a Netflix exclusive? Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, do you have Netflix now, Ty? I kind of stole it from my sister. Okay, well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how it's not family. It's not stealing. <laughs> this, is, this is America. <laughs> yeah, I actually just watched uh, the wrong Missy with Darren and his sister and brother-in-law. The wrong. It's Missy. on Netflix, and it was hilarious. The movie, extremely inappropriate, so funny. The wrong what? The wrong oh, Missy. Missy. Yeah. It's he he meets two girls named Missy, and oh. the first one was horrible, and the second one was like the girl of his dreams. And he tries to text the second one again and Ooh. accidentally invites the other on That's a tough. trip to Hawaii with him and then falls in love. You know, classic. Oh, with the best. Rob Schneider, great. Probably the best. No? David Spade. David Rob Spade. Schneider is in it, but yeah. David Spade leads. Dude, and I like. Really, really good David Spade that, movie. That's the thing. I, I enjoy David Spade movies. Yeah. Call me what you will, okay? But Joe Dirt was amazing. This was... This is a good movie. I like David Spade as a supporting role. Maybe not as this was a good lead. I'm not usually big on it. like David Spade has not been in that many good movies, but this was a good movie. Dude, he's he's overlooked, but he's good. But you know, he's with the Happy Madison folks too. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I'm so sorry. We were talking about extraction. Yeah. <laughs> and what else, Tyra? Like, keep doing that, man. Well, what, you want me to talk about like the story of it, or uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean that's the over, over over. Give us, give us the the start. How did how are we okay, introduced so the premise? To so, the beginning of the movie kind of starts out like this kid is abducted uh, from his school. No, it's from a nightclub, and it turns out he is the son of a drug lord, and this is in India. Oh. And he's been kidnapped by another drug lord, like a rival drug lord. Gotcha. And Chris Hemsworth, character, his character is a um, kind of a private contractor for military, <laughs> you know, Blackwater. I, yeah, he gets hired to go in and extract him out of the hostage situation that he's in, and mm. it, it quickly escalates. From him trying to just get the kid out to all-out warfare with the entire city of Dhaka. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I need to see that. Now. I mean, without the war zone and the extraction, this almost sounds reminiscent of a book that I just read about negotiations. But anyways. I'll have to watch it. I've been told by a lot of people I need to. Is that a business joke? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> that was just me trying to insert something funny into somebody else's, you know, because... I can't leave well enough. Classic Tate trying to steal the spotlight. That's yeah. exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, I suck. Now, a movie minute we're wanting to have in the future, and I don't know who all is wanting to be a part of this, we're wanting to watch Maze and Monsters by Tom Hanks. It's a 1982 movie, so it's not new by any means, but it is like it was made for the satanic panic of Dungeons and Dragons, and we're wanting to have an actual, like a conversation about the satanic panic. Yeah, what we what we'll do is is one day we'll we'll gather up like some history. We'll do like a D and D history thing because there's some people yeah. out there that don't know what it is. Still think that uh, yeah. people are asking me now because they know that we do this mm -hmm. and 
They want to know more about it. I've seen videos, though, of like pastors from the early 90s talking about like Magic the Gathering and pulling up a card. He's like, You see this? This is a demonic entity. (laughs) And like, here's the thing. I remember this about Pokemon, even. Like, those are pocket monsters. Oh my gosh. Like, you're inviting monsters into your pockets. Here's the thing. I'm, I am a, I'm a Christian person. I like to say that I'm, I try to follow the tenets of my faith pretty closely you know, and all of that. But like that, I don't, I don't get, I don't see it. And whenever I was a kid about the whole Pokemon satanic panic Mm -hmm. thing, my, my dad's wife at the time, the reason I couldn't play Pokemon, the reason I couldn't do anything Pokemon related was Pokemon came from an evil spirit that turned good. That's, I don't know where that came from. I've never heard of it. The thing I remember those. about Pokemon is if you got all the cards and you laid them out in order and then you read every Pokemon's name, that was a magic spell and something would happen. Like that was the big. That would be the longest. It would be a really long of your boy, life. It gets longer all the time, too. Yeah. Yeah. They're Wait still a minute. Pokemon. Do you think that the PokeRap uh, is, you know, every time somebody Googles the PokeRap? It could, you know, somebody, somebody, dies. somebody know disappears in a third world country. <laughs> I don't know about the Pokey Rap. I don't know what that the is. The Pokey Rap from, from the anime, from the original, like. I seem to remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah and, they would go through each one. All right. Did they have all the cards laid out there? <laughs> all right, everybody. You have to lay them out and like draw chalk around them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Pentagon. Yeah. The Pentagon. <laughs> Or pentagram, sorry. Pentagram. <laughs> See, this is no, this no. is leave how, it at pentagon. <laughs> pentagon is better. this is how little we know about the satanic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah, I, it's insane what people think. Same is. thing with Harry Potter. Like, I, yes. for, I, I never asked my parents as a kid if I could read Harry Potter. We were just very Christian. Like, I was, I didn't have like direct, I didn't have dish or satellite or cable. Because we didn't believe in having TV. We had some kitty DVDs and stuff. But I, so I never even tried to read Harry Potter, didn't even ask to read Harry Potter, and then got to a certain age and we did have cable and we accidentally watched the first Harry Potter movie, me and my dad. He actually moved the TV out of the bedroom because he was interested in whatever the show was that was going to come on on Friday Night Movies because that's like, that's what happened. You had ABC, Friday Night yeah. Movies. Dude, and thank you for saying that because I like we used to Harry Potter. Harry Potter. VHS. <laughs> huh? Harry Potter isn't associated with Disney at all, right? It's no, it universal, is. right? Oh, it's it universal. It's universal, not oh, Disney. Oh, I thought yeah. it was Disney. So like, I remember first watching it on a Sunday night movie, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, because I was, at, I was at my mom's and and I was like so excited. I knew I couldn't watch Harry Potter at my parents at my dad's mm-hmm. house, but at my mom's it was you know lousy fair. We're good. Yeah. Uh, and like, I was like bugging because I was like, dude, Harry Potter's not associated with Disney. So like, how in the world? What in the world? You know what's mm-hmm. going on here? But anyways, sorry. So he actually moved this a little like. This big, like a a twelve inch TV, out of my parents' bedroom. That's where we were watching. We were just seeing what was going on because you didn't know. You didn't have guides back then, unless you had the TV guides mailed to you, and we didn't do that. So we just see what's playing, and this owl flies into the screen, and I was like, I know what this is. And my dad's like, Yeah, this looks good. Let's go. So we we watched this movie. It took me like two weeks to like work up the nerve to ask permission to read these books, and he read every single one of them after I was finished. The night that the very last book came out, I, I got in like right as the last book came out, and he woke me up at like eleven thirty and was like, "Hey, you want to go to Walmart? We're gonna go. We're gonna go buy that book." 
So we got to Walmart at Heber at midnight, stood in line for like five minutes, and I got my copy of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows the night that it released. Really? And I stayed up to like four reading it. Yeah, that's awesome. But like, my parents, like, as as much as into it all as we were, I was allowed to play Pokemon. I was uh, allowed to read and watch Harry Potter, mm-hmm. which interestingly enough, like everyone wants to say witchcraft for Harry Potter. The first movie, if you're not even going off the books, the first movie that I think people had more problem with the movies for some reason. Well, it's because they created a stir. Well, it's not because right, they were right. any, you know, right. it's because people wanted to watch it. And the main character never cast a spell in the first movie. You can go huh. through Harry Potter, never cast a single spell in the first movie. Oh, so and, and the thing is fact. like but there's been so many things that are like evil growing up as a kid and they're just harmless entertainments mm-hmm. you can get i mean yeah you can get sucked into anything and you're just gonna be some wacko mm-hmm. ruin everything for everybody just like D. I was laying in bed thinking like the whole like they think that a kid committed suicide over dungeons and dragons in the 80s and possibly some fruitcake did i mean well, but some some, some kid could commit suicide over my Little Pony, like he yeah. took his brony too far, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> if, if if you're in a if you're in that kind of state of mind and you're willing to focus on anything, mm-hmm. anything will drive you over yeah. the edge. But yeah, we want to have a big long discussion on the satanic yeah. panel. Yeah. I was just gonna say that kid, the one that they made that movie off of, uh, Mazes and Monsters. He. If I remember correctly, was on drugs, and there were several other things wrong with depression, him mentally. heavily depressed. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, that's might have, might have killed himself anyway. Yeah, well, I he think, did. Right, he, he did commit suicide. Yeah. yeah, and they thought it was because of D and D. I think the parents tried to sue or something. I don't know. Mm. Find some. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's the case in 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 the matter of a tragedy like that happening. You know, you losing your child. You you look for reasons. You, yeah. you want. You want there to be something, you know, unforeseen. You want there to be something to blame so that it's not like, and I, I wouldn't ever, ever say this to the, you know, parents, but it's like, you know, you don't want it to be something you missed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did I miss something? And, and I mean. If your kid was on drugs, you probably did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, but you know what I mean. You know, it's. Well, that's that's a future movie minute that we're yeah, we'll do that. And I'm a big Tom Hanks fan now, but I don't think this is his shining <laughs> glory of a movie. His. This isn't Angels and Demons. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look like that good of acting. He was he's improved much as he's grown. This isn't big. That's a great movie. Big. Mm. Oh man, dude, he was such a powerhouse in the '80s, wasn't he? He was, and still is. Mr. Rogers now, you can't touch him. I want him. to see that. You I cannot seen it touch yet. him. We moving on here? Yeah, let's yeah. move on. We're what are we moving a, to? Uh, we got video, video games? On the console? Um, uh, I'm still playing Sly Cooper 3. Tyrell's got a new game. Um, so does Anthony, but Tyrell first. Yeah. Stellaris. It's, uh, this is what he want to talk about. The other yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a... Uh, Real-time strategy game based in space. You mean like, like StarCraft? Um, I've never played StarCraft. I don't really know how the game plays. Ooh. Give it a shot sometime. <laughs> is it? Is it like a... Is StarCraft Dia- Diablo in space? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to come up for that one. No. No, it's not. Same creators, right? Blizzard. Yeah. Blizzard Entertainment. Okay. Absolutely. Because um, Diablo, Diablo is, is a just... Dungeon, is yeah. a dungeon... 
crawler. Okay? okay. That's it's the definition of a dungeon crawler. No. StarCraft is the definition of an RTS. Oh. Real time strategy. You know, so you you secure a means of production mm-hmm. and then you uh, you know, you start your base, you know, and there's a strategy in it, dude. If you look at like how they have boiled this down to, this is why I could never get into it. I would never want to get into it on the like professional scene. It's because they boiled it down to this is a, this is a, an algorithm, you know. Well, that's the way this game is too. Yeah. Very much. It's basically like you, you create SCVs or, Units that mine. Okay, yeah. You create these miners for, you know, you do this for until you start making this much per second. And then you start making these units so that you can defend your base. And then you start making these units. And if you haven't won yet, then prepare for the long haul. If you don't beat this within the first five minutes or six minutes of the match, then you better prepare for an hour and a half match type thing. Crazy. Well, I mean, with what about Stellaris, huh? with uh, Stellaris, it, it's very much like that. Like you, you start out with like a home world, and then you kind of you start out with two ships. You start out with a science ship and a construction ship. You use the construction ship to go out, like you can make uh, mining facilities, uh, research labs, and stuff like that, space stations, and whatnot for like mining and all that stuff. And you build up like energy credits, mi- minerals from mining. All sorts of different stuff like that. Then you can use those materials to build more stuff, like new ships uh, of all sorts of different types. And you, as you progress, you can get like scientists that research like uh, different types of technologies, and you can use those technologies to like create even more high tech ships and stuff. And you can go invade other worlds and bombard them out of existence. You can literally nuke a planet. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. There's actually a type of ship that you can get called a Leviathan. It's a DLC you can get uh, that actually is like a Death Star level uh, ship that can literally obliterate a planet in one shot. So this is... Do people like come attack your base? Is that how it works? Yeah, but they got to make it through like a bunch of different systems. See, there's like... Uh, is this multiplayer? Yeah, it has okay. a multiplayer to it too. Um, they have what they call like hyperspace lanes and basically you have to go through the hyperspace lanes you have to move your troops or your, your fleets through the lanes and so you can only go certain directions you can't just like jump unless you have technology there is one technology it's like a hyperspace jump that actually allows you to like teleport from place to place but it it reduces your ship's firepower and capabilities by 50 percent for like two or three minutes having never seen this game and listening to Tate and you talk about it it's making me think of like mobile phone tapping games and then those like strategy games where you have to actually send your troops four hours to attack this one thing and it's kind of like kind of space. except it's like I've never played any kind of game like that like Clash of Clans is the long. closest yeah, thing Clash of Clans well, the thing the about it is is real time strategy games like this it's an instant gratification thing yeah you know it's it doesn't take time to get somewhere I mean other than how long it takes them to walk, but and and the, the time it takes to build stuff—that's annoying. Well, it sounds like all it is is just tedious, busy work to me. Well, it, aren't not. video games just that? <laughs> that's kind no, of but true. you're not really playing like you're. I don't know. I don't like see, mass scale kind of stuff as much. See, yeah, hey, you talking about like having to build these mines and stuff—that reminds me of like the uh, the millionaire. Po- 
tapping game or something like you, the that. spuds you have to you grow so many potatoes so that you can get someone else to grow the potatoes yeah. and stuff like yeah. farm yeah bill. i know what you're no, talking no i don't remember what they're <laughs> it's, called. Like it's not like huh? or something. no farm it's not like venture capitalist venture capitalist yes see it's not like that it's not zoo tycoon you don't you don't build the mine so i'm just saying stuff now you don't build the mine so you can build other buildings you you have the minerals there you have okay. a designated what they what they're called in in Starcraft are SCVs. You have SCVs that they pull the they pull the minerals out. You use minerals and you use Vespine gas is what it's called. Vespine gas allows for special. I thought units. you said you weren't into this game. Starcraft? No, yeah. he's talking about Starcraft. He's talking about Stellaris. I know, but I thought you said you didn't want to get big into StarCraft. No, no, no. I didn't want to get into the professional. Okay, you're saying all these terms. I was like, it sounds like you're in. No, no, no. Like, like you can play StarCraft professionally, is that what you're saying? Oh, my gosh. They dude, still yes. play it? You can play oh, any yes. game professionally. I think- dude, StarCraft, the first one, it released in, like, I think, 95, 96. The expansion pack for it came out in 98 called Brood War. The next installment came out in 2010. From 1998 to 2010... StarCraft was booming. Absolutely did not falter. For 12 years. For 12 years, the same game. game. And the Koreans love it. I was about to say, (laughs) don't they consider that like a sport over there? Dude, like... Isn't it pretty much considered a sport? I mean, yeah, StarCraft 2 came out in 2010. Well, the first first part of it came out in 2010. And then 2012 came uh, Heart of the Swarm. Wings of Liberty, Heart of the Swarm in 2012. And what was it, 2014, I 2013? No, I've never, like I said, I've never played. I can't Starcraft. remember. You're the only StarCraft player. But um, Legacy, of, uh, Legacy of the Void came out, and it's the last installment. And, dude, they buttoned up that story so nicely. I, I mean, there, there are people who won't, who d- don't like certain aspects of the, of the story. They don't like certain aspects of the characters. They don't like the designs. Of course, there's a critic for everything. From this critic's viewpoint... Starcraft 2 was beautifully done and wrapped up wonderfully. I think so far from what I've, what I've played of Stellaris, I think, like, I don't know how, like, Starcraft worked exactly, mm-hmm. like, as far as, like, can you choose, like, your race and mm-hmm. all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. three separate races. In this, there's, like, see, in all of your explanations, I never saw how a race could come into it. <laughs> Well, yeah, the race okay. of all of your people, or yeah, uh, no, you play of, a single character. Let you don't play a single character. No, you real time strategy. Yeah. Now it okay. sounds like civilization. Okay, so <laughs> let me, if you don't mind, Tyrell, let me break down that race system in StarCraft One because okay. it's different between uh, StarCraft One and StarCraft uh, Two. In Tate stealing the spotlight. I know, <laughs> I am, dude. I suck, Tyrell, and I promise I won't. I'm talk. asking questions. No, Tyrell said his piece while you were walking around doing whatever you were doing. Well, okay. So, in the first StarCraft, you have the Terrans, which are humans. You have the Zerg, which are a biological alien species. And An enemy have, of Buzz Lightyear. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I hate you. Because Zerg, immediately when they brought Zerg. up Zerg in Toy Story 2, that's immediately what I thought of. I associated it with StarCraft. Anyways, okay. um, and then you have the third race, which is the Protoss. Um, you... It sounds st- like Mass Effect, and I won't play Mass Effect again. <laughs> when you start out this whole the campaign, you're playing as a Terran, and you hear about these aliens called the Zerg, and you hear a little bit about the Protoss. So the Terrans, they can they can build fast. 
You know, they can build buildings and they can move these buildings. These buildings can be moved. Most of them can. Um, and they're versatile units. You have a Marine, uh, which can, you know, shoot at ground forces and at, and at uh, flyers. Okay, that's your base combat unit. So they're versatile. They're very versatile, you know, not strong on defense, not strong on offense, but, you know, more versatile. Like I said, the Zerg, they're biological. They can produce units like crazy. In fact, I don't know if you've ever Googled Zerg Rush, but if you ever Google Zerg Rush. Why would we have Googled that? Well, listen, because, listen, listen. If you Google Zerg Rush, Z-E-R-G Rush, all the O's in the Google search will destroy all the searches. And that's inspired by StarCraft because they, you know, if you're playing online, you can produce six Zerglings. He's, he's Googling it. Yeah. You can produce six Zerglings and go in and wipe somebody's base out while they're still trying to build up their minerals. And so that's the best race? No. Oh. They have their advantages because they're fast, but their defense is crap. Okay. Their offense is good, but their defense is not good. They can, they can expand really quickly, and they can also make it to where you can't expand onto their territory because they have this stuff called creep that you build on. Anyways, that's a different thing. Protoss, they're, they are hugely defense-based. Defense um, it takes a long time for their buildings to build. Um, their, their units are really, they're not as versatile, you know, like their base combat unit is is really expensive and it only attacks ground to ground. But you take one Protoss Zealot is what they're called and you put it up against six Zerg Zerglings and that Zealot will win. But, I mean, not much. it won't win much more than I that. I feel like I could win this game right now. <laughs> Maybe. Win just so much I don't feel like I knew, know anything more than I did when we started. <laughs> But Protoss, defense-based, they're really expensive. Zerg, really cheap, offense-based. Terran, middle ground. Interesting. Were you done talking about Stellaris? Well, I was going to say... I'm sorry. <laughs> like, with, That was all very interesting. <clears throat> with, with Stellaris, like, you can actually, like, you, when you create a race, like, you can choose from humanoids, uh, fungoid, anthropoid, yeah, anthropoid, um, plantoid... Machine race. There's a bunch of different races in this game. There's a yeah. crap ton of them, and you get to name them. You don't. You don't just like choose some. Like it's not just already name for you. Yeah. And you can choose what they do. You give them like perks and stuff. Like if you want to build like a particular type of empire, it's like uh, peace focus, basically. You know, or or you want to be more of a. Uh, what is it called? Like you're focused on like marketing, food, good, like goods yeah. and consumer yeah. goods and stuff. Yeah, you can do whatever commerce? you want. Yeah, commerce. Yeah, That's there it, you yeah. go. Um, you, the the one race that I really really like is actually the machine race, and with with them or like the the plantoid or the uh, fungoid, you can actually use um, this different like mindset for the particular race you choose, and it's like a robotic collective or the hive mind. Hive mind, you can choose two different things for them. It's like you can either be, I think it's like consuming hive mind or the uh, assimilating hive mind. Yeah. yeah. So they either go around trying to assimilate every single species into their like 
colonies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or you can be the consuming one, which goes out and literally kills and devours everything in their path. Or with a robotic collective, it's kind of the same thing. They just go out and destroy everything and or assimilate them into yeah. cybernetic uh, cyborgs. Dude. Yeah. Wow. It's it, For seven gigs, the game has a lot to it. Oh, you downloaded it? Yeah. Dude, that's... Just seven gigabytes? Yeah. I ain't bad. Before we jump off of games, I will tell Tyrell that his little, his last uh, things he loves that I hate has affected me quite a bit because I cannot get Dark Souls out of my mind. Like I think about it all the time. Why? I don't know. I want to be good at that game. I have it downloaded again. I found a guy on YouTube called The Completionist or The Completionist Game or something like that. He completes games. So he did everything it took to get to say that he completed Dark Souls 3. And, I mean, Tyrell knows how long that would take. Like, apparently, he said he didn't do the seven playthrough to get the final thing, but that's, like, the only thing he didn't do. But, like... I don't know. Like, I, I think I'm going to jump on the bandwagon for the next game that that creator is making, and Elden I'm Ring. going to try to play it. Elden Ring? Yeah. I might play that, too. I like, mean, I would probably play the that. The only thing is, about Elden Ring is I don't know if it's actually even going to be Dark Souls-like. It's, from what I've heard, they're going to have, like, horses and stuff in it. So it's no, wait, good. is Elden Ring... Who's associated with that? Uh, what, uh, Guillermo del Toro? No. What's no. his name? It's uh, the guy who created the Dark Souls. And, and uh, Game of Thrones. What's his name? Oh, George R. R. Martin. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, he's that's he's writing is. the uh, the storyline for it. That's so right. I'm gonna. So this I think is the first time we've had a things I love you hate that has like changed somebody's mind. Mm-hmm. And I haven't like started. Not playing true. It. I'm reading the crap out of Harry Potter. Oh well, wonderful. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but yeah, I cannot get Dark Souls out of my mind, Tyrell. Like I went through a moment where I was like I was like that. You know, Tyrell really. Got me to want to, you know, get good at Dark Souls. Get good. And I like sat there and I played it over and over, tried to play it. I finally beat one boss in Dark Souls. It was the, uh, is Dark Souls 2, Scholar of the First Sin. I beat the last giant in the the Forest of Fallen Giants, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I beat him and then I was like, all right, I did it. I'm done. (laughs) I don't have to play this anymore. I just proved it. Dark Souls 2. Out of all the Dark Souls games, I have to say, I think Dark Souls 2 was actually my favorite one. Hmm. Um, it is extremely long. It has a lot of weird filler bosses in it that don't really belong in there, but I liked it. There was like one in particular that really caught my eye that I really hated because it was just a filler boss, you could tell. It's this thing called like the Prowling Magus and its Congregation. It was literally a bunch of ads that just try to swarm you with this one dude in the back who's like got like this Pope hat on. He's throwing uh, lightning spears at you constantly. That's crazy. That's all it is, though. It's they're what now? <laughs> they're just a bunch of basic just ads, like McDonald's ads, no, Sonic ads. No, like, <laughs> I just, what I mean advertisements ads, like, just keep trying to distract you. What I mean by Pop-ups. ads is like just basic yeah. like zombies, you know, coming. Yeah, at you. okay, I got just you. Just the basic guys you kill all the time. I, got I just I just hadn't heard that term, so I, I need to clarify. I'm glad you're laughing this hard, AJ. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Okay, I think we have one more thing to talk about and beyond common. Yeah, go beyond we're common for to, us. We're so. just, how many people we have getting into this? We're changing the community. <laughs> I told you. Shout out, Darren. Yeah, we've got, somebody, we've, got, we've got a guy who's never played. He's going to join. I, the, 
this is again two episode sessions nine. Ahead. Yeah, episode, episode nine. Episode nine. I have a girl who just texted. She played for the first time last night, and she's asking if she can come play tonight. No way. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we played a game. Tyrell, AJ, Cynthia played, uh, and then two cousins of Cynthia joined the podcast, or didn't join the podcast. Joined a game that I ran for him here, on. and. They like I wanted the three girls to take over, and they took over. They did some crazy things. Cynthia wanted me to create a Vampire Diaries character for her. Well, so imagine I, that! Oh yeah. wow! So she's never not playing. I Netflix had to kind of homebrew a character. She didn't. It, it. She rolled really bad, so she didn't get to have as much fun with it. Was as it I basically think she, a medieval gambit from X Men? She basically thought she could do anything. She, she wanted, wanted to do anything. She's like, "I'm a vampire. I can just run through that entire cave and kill everyone before they even blink." I, like, I can oh, jump twenty feet up. To I that can bridge. jump twenty feet in the air, easy. <laughs> oh I'm a vampire. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> and so All that night. was fun. Uh, the other two girls, they like they watched Riverdale and watched the G and G season and like wanted to come play because of that. And uh, they they really got into it. The one that I didn't think was into it as much as the other one is the one who wants to come play tonight, though. So that's interesting. Which one? The younger one, Carly. She she was more into is what you're saying. Oh, I, I, thought, I didn't think she was. I thought, oh, I thought she was. She looked like she was having the time of her yeah. life. Okay, so real quick, um, just a few disclaimers. Uh, we're not associated in any way with Blizzard Activision, uh, Solaris. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. We're not associated <laughs> in Riverdale. <laughs> Riverdale. Anything with the CW, so basically. Um, Vampire Diaries. Um, you don't have to plug all these things. <laughs> but yeah. We talk about stuff so, every time. We're getting more and more people here into D&D, and it's pretty awesome. Commoners yeah. Training Camp. That's yeah. what we ought to have. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We could start making... We could have a whole other podcast of just like, <laughs> yeah. people with... New players play. yep. learning the game. I'm going to quiet. And I think Anywho. is that all we got tonight? I think so. All right, we got to make Darren a character now. Yep, we're gonna get into that, and then we have it's a session up. to get. I'm so fired up to play. I'm just twitchy. We're name, we're gonna name Darren's character Greg. <laughs> Greg, it's his character. He decides the name. Gert Forth is why, his name. Why? I just wanted to make it make it up at the moment. Okay, okay. there's your name. No, you don't have to. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, just uh, kidding. also, one, one more thing we should have probably said at the, at the start of the podcast is we now have a YouTube don't channel that everybody needs to yeah. go subscribe to. And uh, me and don't Seth did a video of our uh, our uh, gaming table that we built. So, yeah. And it is surprisingly good. AJ, once again, shows his master work at everything. Oh, my god! The only non-commoner here. Yeah. He's a superhuman. he's human. so good at everything. Superhuman. Superhuman. He belongs with the I'm big just a guy with a computer. He's and, a guy with a, a computer and a willing attitude and hand tools, or I mean woodworking tools. Not yeah, hand, yeah. not hand tools, but so he just throws it together. Everything that he makes is basically golden. Yeah. <laughs> I got the Midas Call touch. Midas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyway, so yeah, go check out our YouTube channel, The Commoners. We're gonna put a lot more content out there. We've got a lot of cool ideas. Uh, comment ideas that y'all want to see. Apparently they thought you were coming Say that out. again, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Comment ideas y'all would like to see in upcoming videos. Yep. Goodbye. All right, Bye. We're, we're signing off. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks is, for listening. Like yeah. and subscribe. Uh, yeah, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe for more so content Kyle, like this. Coming. He got drunk and he ain't coming. No! Kyle?
Today he got drunk? He told me like three hours ago that he'd be here at six. Yeah, he told us I'll be here at six. He got drunk in the last couple hours? Thanks for listening to Say It in Common with the Commoners of D&D. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to make sure you never miss an episode and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Commoners Official for news, updates, and exclusive content. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.